guys, welcome to Slash Report. I'm Prue, and this week, holy shit, I am joined by our entire cast and crew of Random Rabble. Um, I've got MK, my usual partner in crime. Hello. Hi. I've also got Lovigus. Hi, I'm sick. She's she's holding up pretty good for being sick. Um, we've also got the Hoyden. Hello. We've got 20-something Kate. Good morning. And we've got Marilyn there. Hi. So, the reason we're all here is that we all made some terrible life decisions and ended up, yeah, thanks for the hand, Yahtzee, Kate. We all ended up in Austin, and after freezing our tits off, um, waiting for barbecue for several hours. You didn't freeze your tits off. It was not cold in the I gave you my sweater. I was cold for a little while. Yeah. That's true. I would have dated you. But you're back in your city tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish it was... I wish I was outside waiting for barbecue. Yeah. That is true. Please, please note, listeners, it was Pretty like much 65 degrees. 80% of this 70. contingency cried when they got out. Oh my god, plane. we were so happy. And we're just like, it's 70 degrees here. And well, I was like, like, yep, welcome to I Austin, bitches. The temperature exciting. where yeah. we came from was like 70 divided by 10. So this feels like minus eight when I left my apartment yeah. in the morning, and then I got here and it was seventy-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. MK keeps trying to talk centigrade to us, and we're just like, I looked oh. it up for Fahrenheit. Oh, when I left you. Toronto, it was minus twenty-three Fahrenheit. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah, that's just insane. not fucking okay. The point is that we are all in Austin right now, and we are on the basis of MK's flight being hellaciously late. Um, we are taking Thanks, this time. Guys. To record a podcast on a very prescient topic right so now. So prescient, so beautiful. beautiful. That we all went to experience together. The glory and majesty of the Alamo Draft House provided our eyeballs with this treasure. And that film was called... Jupiter Ascending. Yes. No. No, you're getting your trash crown. <laughs> yeah, just for MK visuals, is wearing... MK is wearing a tinfoil crown that makes her look like Eloise. Uh, it's very hilarious. It's a little bit princess like paperback Peach. princess. Actually. Yeah, she yeah. does look like the paper bag princess, which There's is like, not I've actually a bad. Does the paper bag princess before? There's like a whole lot of yeah. fucking sad in this room right now. But like, more importantly, forget princess trash bag over here. Let's talk, talk about, about the princess, of princess toilet, toilet brush, brush and dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. So to set the stage for you. Uh, of the group, only Kate had seen the movie before. And was willing to see it again. 500% willing to go see it again. <laughs> and, um, wow, wow. Guys, what if you haven't, if you haven't seen Jupiter Ascending Go yet, immediately. We right will now. don't. No. Yes. Maybe think about it for yourself and then choose. No. I'm going to say, Listen to the wait, 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 wait. No. If you can see it on, like, a $5 Tuesday at your local cheap theater, I yeah. think that's the best, like, Maybe like pregame a little, and then five dollars. Bring Tuesday a flash. Wait until it comes out. No, just dis- violently know. disagree. I this thoroughly, movie was a treasure. I thoroughly enjoyed. Like I want to say, like ninety percent of that, and occasionally some of the action scenes. I was like, I'm just going to mentally like check out for a few minutes, yeah, and then like I'll come back. But other than that, I really, really like was very entertained throughout this entire film, and it was kind of fun, and it was stupid, but it was really fun. And I think there definitely is a charm in seeing a lot of those like sweeping space shots on a large. Before screen. we before yeah. we go into details, what I was going to say is, um, for our dear listeners, we will be spoiling the ever loving hell out of this movie, all three inches of its plot. So. Uh, if you do not want to be spoiled at all about this film, you, you should, should bail. Hard. Sorry. 
Gus is making penis gestures. As is Kate. Just FYI. Yeah, but I expect it from Kate. I want to know more about the girth of this plot, then. If it's three inches fully hard. It's a chunky little throat of plot. I can't. I can't with that. It reminds me of, like, a can of beans. It needs to compensate by driving a Chevy Tahoe. That is correct. (laughs) The way that we have been making wide turns. Wide turns. So we will be spoiling the ever-loving hell out of this film. If you do not want to be spoiled at all, please bail out now and then come back once you've watched it and like and do go watch maybe it maybe consider bailing out period no your life will be your yes. choices no yes. yeah no, I, I, don't, I don't mean a bailing out of the movie I mean a bailing out of listening to this I'm well, just yeah, saying we always say that as you can like, tell you just really from this, this as we about to begin our descent into whatever the fuck this was ascent there, there, there are multiple opinions about this film who actually wants you know what I'm not even going to give it to the rest of the room we're going to do this because <laughs> I'm just going to make it really fast the general overview plot is that Mila Kunis is an illegal, illegal Russian immigrant who is, lives with her crazy family and in Chicago and works as a house cleaner for rich people by day. And then one day, um, her cousin convinces her to go sell her eggs so that he can have money and she can buy a telescope because her father was an astronomer and he got Did shot. Keep, keep going. Okay. So while she is supposedly getting her eggs harvested... Aliens try to murder her because she is the heir to a space empire. She's the genetic reincarnation, reincarnation of the heir to a space, space empire. empire. And then it becomes like who can even articulate the rest of this and her giant three, her sparkle? Three children feet. basically have various motives of trying to like find her, kill her, um, marry use her, her for other various political machinations in order ultimately to gain control of planet Earth. Because now that we're overpopulated, they want to harvest us. And use our human bodies and DNA to basically make a substance that will give you eternal, eternal youth and extend your life for millennia. But we're leaving out a very Soil important. Green. But yeah. we're leaving out a very important component of this, which is like Dog half production. wolf, and half man splice. Past, were it not for the fact that Channing Tatum, Tatum saved the world, literally. dog years, space rolls up, speed skating his way space, into her heart, speed skating, spliced wolf. With the assistance of a spliced bee. As Sean, as, as Sean Bumblebean says it, <laughs> he's half albino. And I'm like, just because you're a bee doesn't mean everything is pronounced that way. It's albino. But uh, instead, it's not really albino. It's like crunchy JT ramen hair bleach. In the 90s. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, as I, was, I said this last night, but I really mean it. Like, this movie feels like a story that the Wachowski brothers have been telling. I totally pronounced that incorrectly, but whatever. Um, is it Wachowski or the Wachowski, Wachowski siblings? Thank you. Yeah. The Wachowski siblings have been telling each other since they were children, and then post Matrix, like everyone was like, "Here, have all the money, make whatever the fuck you want." And then they were busy masturbating and then writing their fanfic into a film, and that's the reason why so many of these choices are what they are. Well, it's like, so like baffling. Great is actually just kind of like progressively <clears throat> levels up in terms of like its fanfic tropes. Yeah, where like you can just sort of see points where it's like we're going to take this one, and then we're going to have like the wedding, and okay. Let's let's come some steampunk into this. Played by Jarvis from Agent Carter, and then at the very end, like the, the coup de gras moment, which I feel like yeah, we have to talk about. We have to say that one where you're like, wow, you just literally it like you did it, cherry on top of the giant. Well, and like I was so happy day. with it. I, I literally feel like a little was so happy the whole thing, but I don't really regret it. It's like the scene in Wreck It Ralph where they make her race car, and they're like, if more is good, more more is better. Yeah. There was like there was a point in which so I was watching that movie and like someone else had like talked about how it was essentially like crazy fanfic to begin with. 
But it, it start. I watched that movie and it started off and I was like, okay, so this is like mediocre AO3 fic. It's about 40K. Someone vomited this out for a big bang. And then like as the movie progressed, I was like, oh, no, no. now it's 15K. Now it has a page and a half of tags. Now it has like 40 second and third pairings. And oh, now it went to FF.net. Now it's on FF.net. <laughs> and then at the very end, I was like, oh, this was written in Tumblr tags. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's not fake because there are definitely moments where it's like, it kind of skips and you're like, but how did she get out of this? Situation? Well, nope. Whatever. It's fine. And I was like, I literally do not care. Nope. I literally do not care. There I was, was sitting here being like, yes, good. It was, so, I was going to say, the, 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 the most frustrating part about this movie for me was that I could see the good movie hiding in the yes. of it. Yes. Yes, yeah. there yeah. were. This could have been amazing. This could have been really good with um, a different editor who cared. Yeah, mm-hmm. an editor. They needed an editor so badly. But I mean, like, okay, some of that's maybe, I don't distinguish between like, Terror amazing and amazing. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. For me, this movie was just straight up amazing. No, it was so great. Yeah, was like, amazing, I, I walked into it. I knew what I was getting yep. into. Yeah. I got exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And then, like, dead dog, do not eat. The end scene. I was like, this is so cute. Oh my god, like what just happened? Which we'll get to later. Yay! And then I walked out. But it must be everybody. Woo! Like, yay! Awesome. Everything that I wanted. And like, honestly. There's a lot of complaints. I feel like that a lot of the plot lines they throw and don't get wrapped up. But I was like, I don't really care about those plot lines. Yay! Hoyden, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, like, there are, there are aspects of this movie where I was like, I find these things genuinely interesting. I hate the rest of this. Yes. yes. But, like, the part about, like, space siblings who are fighting over an empire and, like, genetic reincarnation. I was like, yes, this is yeah. all super interesting. So yeah. the world building was kind of cool. The world building was very cool. I some of the world building. I was like, I want all of that. <clears throat> the rest of this that you're doing, I... They needed have, help on. No. But this felt, like, this felt a lot like late-stage Harry Potter books, right? Because, yeah. like, they're so successful, and they have, like, a film pedigree and, like, so much fucking money to play with, and nobody to be like, y'all, slow your fucking roll. Like, you need to, like, chill the fuck out what is happening in your story Cinema. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that. Yeah. Yeah, it was e. Yeah. But on the other hand, then you get... On the other hand, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, a big fan of the Byzantine approach of, like, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is... Put it all on. Put it all on. <laughs> I mean, to be fair... Our... Fuck up my columns real good, boy. Yep. Don't, don't say that. It really did fuck up the columns, and it's really upsetting so to me. What columns? Oh, Byzantine? Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, by the way, did anybody else notice that the wedding uh, ceremony out the window, you could see the pillars of creation? Yeah. I was like, the celestial dicks. Awesome. I like, I basically, every, I know like we'll talk later about costuming, but everything everyone was wearing made me want to die. Anyways, but like the other, I was so happy. The other Mm. element of this that I think that it's really important to say is because we saw this movie like about a week or two weeks into its release. So that, like, the general story has kind of leaked into the groundwater that this movie is, like, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like, everyone in our theater was there in the right spirit of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. People were laughing, like, because I saw it, uh, I saw it not, like, opening day or anything, but I saw it. Like the Saturday. It's okay if you said opening. Day. I can tell. <laughs> I, I, I don't midnight show. Please, um, no, I was not. Like the weekend it came out, like fairly early on, and I had had a couple of things like kind of told to me that I was like, "This is going to be Technicolor great." And um, but like our theater laughed a lot more than mine did. Yeah, that first time I saw it, people were like, they "Not really the seminal line." I love dogs. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> laughs at that line, but like it's a great there line. There were parts in the theater last night where people were just like so willing to laugh at anything and to be entertained. Like 
the lady next to me literally was losing her shit, and we made friends. She was great. Like, I looked over, because she was losing her shit, laughing, like, crying. It she, like, fell so out of her chair, and I was like, she kept trying to yeah. muffle herself, and it was so audible that she was, like, kissing herself laughing. I feel like she's... She, she may have been one of us. She might have been if one you of were, us. If you were at the Alamo Draft House. In Austin, Texas. I was going to say, well, yeah. there's multiple, so she might yeah. have been a different one. And, and also, the one we were at, yeah, at 9.30. I was going to say, and also... Yeah. She probably knows yeah. everyone... Alamo Draft House Village. If it was you, let us know. Yeah, um, back row. We, we were in the back row. Like Fangirl misconnection. <laughs> we were Great the ones bad. who were well, I mean, each other. It was it was <laughs> Valentine's Day, and somehow we were all at Jupiter ascending. <laughs> don't don't do that. Pairing with each other Ugh. was great. Yeah, we want to know. Like I want to know who like sincerely took like and their significant other to Jupiter ascending. Whoever that man is next is, to us. No, no, no. Whoever to me too. Whoever did that, wife that man. Like. Mary that son of Don't let him get away. Yeah. Hurry and drag me down. Yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> Seemed like a pretty good set. Okay, so I think that maybe the first thing we should kind of talk about is the larger, like, the aesthetics of this movie. Because that is something that people have been commenting a lot on. I feel like you guys have a lot of feelings about the costuming that you should discuss at length. I don't know. Some of it wasn't practical. Oh, sure. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Was my sequined <laughs> captain... Not practical for you? No, no. no I'm I, sorry. I'm a space princess. I don't need to be practical. I don't even mean that. I mean like the 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 final uh, the final um, costume that Mila Kunis is in when she confronts her brother. Yes, she's in a corset, and it's very clearly a corset. It looks really it was weird. Very Did odd. you guys see that part? Yeah. 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 She wasn't just wearing like her. You just no, 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 no. Figure like that because a her body goes from like the top of her torso looks fine, and then it like does it was an abrupt. Un- it, it was not. In. It was not the way Mila Kunis actually looks. Yeah, it looks if you really see her odd. In the very, poster, the she's like yeah. kind of minimal curves, and in this scene, she's like a yeah. little triangle, and then like a circle attached to that. Triangle. Yeah. It it wasn't, it wasn't like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't like... I was busy staring at Eddie Redmayne's over. Oh, I was fully, like, waste to him. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne like, totally I'm into it, but that looks uncomfortable. Spear, which was intended. Yes. Eddie, Eddie Redmayne Redmay knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah, I was going to say, Eddie Redmayne really, really was in like, it to win it. joking really I was gonna say, I feel like before we talk about the aesthetics, can we please talk about the acting? Because so many actors. Okay, hold on. Let's finish. Was there something specific you wanted to talk about? Yes, I really. So here's the thing. Like, I think the way that everyone talked about this movie, and even you mentioned it last night when we were in the car back about how, like, this is the way you thought the people in the Capitol would dress in, like, The Hunger Games. Well, like, here's the thing. I actually really enjoy the aesthetics of The Hunger Games. Me too. I loved the way that they did, like, the particular pageantry and imagery in the Hunger Games of the people in the Capitol. Whereas everyone in this movie, to me, looked cheap as hell. Like, every every costume looked garbage. From the very first one with the sister, I don't even remember her name. I was like, what are you wearing? She's she's wearing something garbage, like hideously ugly, and all of the ladies-in-waiting were wearing things that, like, third-tier showgirls in, like, an off-strip show in Vegas would possibly wear. 100%. All of it was hideous. I disagree, and I think maybe part of it is that I grew up watching a lot of, like, Star Trek, so, like, there's no way you can really have really bad, terrible aliens, because I'm like, eh. Not as bad as that like, dress that Riker wore. I was like, say, like, like the, none of these people have, like, a like a lump of Play-Doh stuck to their foreheads. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know, this right is here. fine. Like, you're, you're sketching the line, I'm filling in, I kind of figure out what you're going for here, let's just continue. No, my problem with the Hunger Games is the materials look cheap. And I was like, ah, you girl, you cut corners. But okay, can you honestly tell me that you thought the materials in this movie looked good? Better. 
What? What? No, no. That looks so like some of that I was like, did you grab this at like Forever Twenty One? Also, yeah, I feel like it's so awful, like, right? a very small part. Of no, it, it, uh, it's it's absolutely a very small part of it, but it was part it was part of like the the sort of like overall space. No, 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 no. This was a part of the overall aesthetic argument that this film was making is that this is like a space dynasty and so unimaginably wealthy and powerful and whatever, and none of what they wore underlined it at all. But it was see, really I think Redmayne looked great. I was gonna yeah. say I really disagree because I think that one of the things like first of all this movie is a giant like FU capitalism which is hilarious because it doesn't really work. No. <laughs> but you like the logical internal consistency. Nope. Either. They tried real hard. No. Yeah, but I mean like they tried, you know. Yeah. Golf laps to you. But like I think that one of the things that they do as that that I kind of thought was the point of it is that it isn't very imaginative. It isn't very great. And that's kind of what you know, the dynasties, what, that's what happens when you're just unimaginably rich for, you know, centuries. centuries. You just don't have much imagination. I feel like you that know? would be a really compelling point if I felt at all that this had been done deliberately. Um, so the Wachowski siblings, like, owned the story completely, right? Like, so they wrote it, they directed it, they, like, created, like, they did everything. And I feel, yeah. uh, I'm 100% certain they had a lot of thought and, like, input into the costumes as yeah. well. And I think that these were the clothes that they saw these people wearing. And, like, unfortunately, this is... It did not look good. It, like, it really looks really I feel bad. Like, I feel like a lot of the thing is... Agree. Maybe... Well, I, and also I think that the Wachowski... It would be interesting to me to know if the people who did the design costumes on the Matrix worked on this. I would be willing to bet no. No. I'm betting no. it's a different person. Yeah. Because the um, Matrix because looked incredible. Like, well, and I was going to say, and I feel like the Wachowskis <laughs> were... Yeah. I, well, I thought so. The first I one thought it was great. Well, no, 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 but like, but in terms of like, <laughs> no, but the no, no, look. Hold on, no you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys still yeah, we're not, now. no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about, in, not even in terms of the quality of the look, but just the, the iconicness. Like, yeah. if you see that, in, that, that, those costumes, yep. like, you instantly know what's going on. Like, it's very, it all goes again, to the thematic. Exactly. The yeah. And like, and this movie, you're right. It kind of, it didn't quite do that in a way that I would have liked. The, like, and royalty trash. Also, again, like, it just kept freaking me out how the siblings kept putting their reincarnated mother <laughs> in, like, weird, in the really dresses, inappropriately right? slutty dresses. I what was like, them, like, that's really one. the least of them. Titus is the worst. Let's be real, Titus is the worst. Yeah, but, like, to be honest, like, it's really I don't know, the, the girls was pretty bad. It's the least girls, of no. the weird incest it issues was pretty, in this movie. It was movie. way too, like, see-through. But also, like, least of the weird incest girl, issues. Then she yeah, got true. the sexy hot tub of, like, immortality right in front of her. Yeah, she Clearly, was like, yes, I'm is not so naked. Okay, That's to true. be fair, like... A lot of uncomfortable eye contact. Yeah. And, like, I was not expecting full, full butt. Yeah. yeah. Right? There was a lot of that full was, I was that like, was we're just gonna see some crack, and then it was like, full butt. No, you are both wrong, by the way. Kim Barrett did Was the same person? Matrix. Yes, I'm surprised. That girl must have been Fucked up when she worked on this movie, or if it was I don't a girl. Know. I, just, I think I getting I totally some of that. Stuff I loved it, though. yeah. But it's like it's eighty like space trash. It's jazz like, cigarettes. Like it's the, yeah. the sci-fi films that came out in that certain time in the eighties, where you can almost see like the VHS cover of this film if it had come out in the eighties. So I think yeah, I think perfectly. I think what we've arrived at here, though, is that we have it, to kind of agree to disagree on the aesthetics yeah. of it because you love it for a very specific reason. Well, I, I see it as more like it's like a, a more of a throwback uh-huh. and like it, it's not of like a, a, a it's not a meant time. to be realistic you feel like it was more intentionally 80s whereas I was watching it and I was like it looks like this movie parts of it were made in the 80s and I don't like well that's that. when the Wachowskis were kind of that's not when they were kids but certainly probably when they were like
like thinking that of, was like, their formative yeah. creative years exactly yeah. there's like yeah. things were like in some of the action scenes i was like i know exactly how you filmed this even though like the background graphics are beautiful but like the way that Mila oh, Kunis is like, kind of thing. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, some of that was so work. obvious. Yeah, it's they are like pasted into some. I was about to say, can we talk about like <laughs> for because yeah. one thing that I did <laughs> like aesthetic on, yeah, wise yeah. that wasn't related to costumes was the spaceships, which didn't make any sense, but were beautiful. They were like and I loved it. They were yeah. they were fantastic. They were those spaceships. They were sort of the first indication that at some point in this like giant flaming dumpster filled with like. Happiness, and dresses, and glitter, and glitter that we were going Twilight. to hit full steampunk at also, some point. The best thing about it, for and me we is did. That, like, we the did. spaceships kind of looked like if the Phantom of the Opera designed spaceships. <laughs> and not, and not. We're not talking about Lloyd Webber. We're talking about the actual Phantom dude. No, we're talking I mean, Eric. Like yeah, going in there. Yeah, I know. Being like, like, let's go. The creative team. I mean, literally, if the guy who lived under the Opera House is dying, somewhere. I think this mask makes me look great. So few of the people in this room are going to get this reference but like the aesthetics in this movie reminded me of the Count of Monte Cristo the oh, manga God version so the manga and anime yeah, oh, yeah. Gang yeah. Gang 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 version. Yeah. It's like everything about it like reminded me of Gankutsu and like the spaceships too like yeah. the way that they had the like ornate like sort of steampunky like Victorian yeah. like space opera crazy and I was like Oh my god, it's that guy. He's back. Has he not ruined enough happiness? You just love seeing like Hoyden and Prue like freak out over something, and the rest of us are like, that sure is happening. That was, that <laughs> well, was that's the like, thing that occurred to you guys. That's actually an interesting kind of thing. It's like you could tell they kind of had a couple of different ways they could have pushed it to kind of be like pure steampunk future or pure clean Star Trek y future, which is like what? kind of like the Aegis ship was more along those lines. But yes. I want both. Or there was like, and it was like, fuck nuts, doom, crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, on the third hand, um, and, like, you could sort of see all of those things come together, and I think movie, that actually... This movie has every sci-fi genre. Movie has everything. <laughs> yes, by um, the way, it, we'll try uh-huh. to link you, but, yeah, there, somebody did a gift set of Stefan yes. summarizing this movie, and Stefan does Stephane, a better job than any other review I've this seen. This is, like, a Stefan dream. Yeah. yeah. If Stefan had made a sci-fi This song. is, like, that original yes. Stefan skit where he's... Brothers of yes. Ben Affleck, and yes. they're trying to write movies. This is 100% what happened. <laughs> okay, now, 100%. hold on. So I saw, like, zero spoilers other than, like, Channing Tatum is part wolf before I went into this movie. So she was already crying. That's the spoiler that MK would find. This is the only spoiler I found. Only one okay? she cares about. And so wolf. we get to the scene where they're, like, at Sean B's farmhouse. <laughs> no, Sean Bumblebee's. Sean Bumblebee's farmhouse. Bumblebee. And it's, like, Bumblebee. covered in fucking beehives, right? And I didn't know that bees were a thing. Bees. And I was just like, what is up with those motherfucking bees? Like, what is going on there? And I'm like, I would be freaking out. Those bees are all over her. Like, nobody likes it when bees are all over you. And literally the moment where they, like, become her wings and she's, like, flapping her arms in the middle of a field with, like, bee wings. I was like, wait a minute. She's my people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I will say, like, another sci-fi thing they totally threw in there is kind of very much like Dark Angel, like human, like, animal. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and I was gonna say, which, which is a cute thing, but like, like we know that that doesn't work. We know that that's not a thing. Here's the thing: I almost feel like the reason why, like, are you complaining about the science? No, no. But here's why I feel like you can get away with that, and why ultimately I was not bothered by it at all was because it was very much like Mila Kunis's story. So like the narrative is 
just sort of her being introduced to this and not really understanding anything. There's a lot of stuff that goes on with like the stuff going on with the three siblings and like the larger world building that you don't know about because she doesn't really know about. And like her experience with like the bureaucracy is just like that one time thing that she saw that and like then she read that whole handbook. Oh yeah, God. but, like, so, like, you only know sort of what she knows, so they can throw all the shit at you, and you, like, can imagine that there's some sort of larger coherency to all of this. It's because John Bumblebee's didn't work, right? couldn't show it. So, like, I, I actually really wasn't bothered by it, because it was literally, like, and it just follows the narrative of, like, the ordinary person who gets thrown into some extraordinary, crazy world, and, like, make that extraordinary, crazy world as, like, nutballs as you want, because, like, that's the way that entire narrative always goes. Yeah. Can I just say I the moment yeah, that she's, like, it. this car was owned by a woman and slaps the, like, greatest visual I was ever. like, this is astounding. Second only, seconded by the scene where Sean Bumblebee and has to, like, pull Rip the maxi off pad off of him, and yeah. as a father, he's kind of like, the fuck? And he looks at her, and she's like, mm-hmm. are you gonna judge me? He was bleeding. It's ultra-absorbent. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Although, yeah. if it's sticking, like, that was the thing that I was confused Why was it I think maybe side? the blood was keeping it. Yeah, I guess. That's yeah. what yeah. I thought. That's not the stab, because John Bumblebean is mean. He's baller. He I was about to say, like, I, I want to give, give the biggest spoiler of this entire movie. Sean Bean lives. Yeah, well, it's that's why this weird. movie is so fucked up. Guys. No, but, but he, he yeah. does. He this does is the actually, problem. Like he also like portrays him. I feel like Sean yeah. Bean's character. But then he comes also back, ends up like being yeah. a little shady, like original that's like James Bond. Yeah, with you, yeah. and then you're like, oh no, you fucked us over, you motherfucker. Uh, and then you're like, oh, is God bless you, Sean. Fuck that dumb. Now I want to watch Goldeneye. I always want to watch Goldeneye. Literally my favorite. Yeah. Your ring is like fucking Goldeneye, man. I know. Yeah, are you gonna like it. fire some lasers out of that shit? No, but I may uh I may take ownership of my space empire. Good. That I have the genetic reincarnation for later. Yeah, yeah, again, we've, fucking just been describe, we've been explaining that like Prue is not capable of taking care of herself in ways such that she we decided she needs human service. <laughs> Yeah, and so we're like, and because we, we were talking about, I so was gonna say we, we kept talking about Cinderella and being like, oh yeah, birds and like mice. And She's like, I don't want birds. Fuck birds. No, I need human servants. So no winged dinosaurs for you. No. no. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, this is this is good. This is good. We Sora sapiens. I believe. Let's talk about the side characters now. Well, no, like I think we should talk about the acting. I love that guy. Okay, the yeah. acting. Oh, I'm I just for talking about the acting. The acting. No, no. It's so great. Acting. Don't you finger quote that. Because Eddie Redmayne did the best job anybody could have done. Eddie okay. Redmayne. He's having such a good time. Clearly he had, had great so time. much coke. You know what I want to know? And just went for I it. I think about that story where he lied about knowing how to ride a horse. Yep. And you think like, hey, Eddie, do you know how to be a space twink? And he's like, yeah, yeah. sure, I know how to do that. And then the director asks him, I'd be like, you're a fucking liar, Redmayne. <laughs> Um, the thing is, is that, like, I see what, pictures of Eddie Redmayne, like, I'll just see stills of him, and when I first saw him, I was like, angle. that guy looks kind of weird, and then I saw interviews, and I was he like, does, oh, super charming, really cute, really cute, really great, and then I saw this movie, and I was like, nope, freak bitch, freak bitch, <laughs> <laughs> one million freak bitch, do you get, like, <laughs> all I can think about is what, the, what weird shit that guy gets up to in bed right now, no, just think about it. Like, literally, the first time I saw this, I was like, weird, I was leaving the theater, I was like, this is Norman Bates Abraxas. His best friend is his mother. He murdered her. <laughs> and I'm sure if And like, now he's stroking her hair while murdering her again. He's like, you asked for it. And you're like, you're like, genetic reoccurrences are here for me to murder you again. 
I said that, like, of the two... So, between Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum, the one who was more convincingly attempting to be in love was Channing Tatum. The situation, the situation where you're judging between which one of those feels more <laughs> yes. love is the same as choosing would you rather have Lana Na watch your sleep or the head from Art Attack watch your <laughs> that sleep. That is true. Like, like, there's, there's no right answer. There is well, no... It was all terrible. But I did feel like... I, do, I did appreciate how much the movie was like, he's just going to be shirtless, more shirtless. Yeah, he was he shirtless for so long. He didn't and have a like, shirt for many, many, many... Why would he need it? He's an albino, packless wolf. And I was just sitting there being like, I can totally fill in the blanks here. Like, he's shirtless. Whatever, like you don't, I don't know. You know, I'm not really looking for like a sweeping love story that I felt like, and I don't really feel like well, the movie was even trying. And to I kind of feel fire. like they played that because, like, she was kind of more like, "I'm interested in you." It was like, like, "I'm, I'm, I'm not terrible with you," but I'm terrible at flirting. Also, right? I, I, I felt really just, yeah, I felt like dumb. she just wanted to bone down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she yeah. was like, that. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I was like, make it. Also, no, she really wants like, you to call her. Options are changing. Your Majesty, like, yeah, you're being <laughs> like three children. From, yeah, like, like don't do that. Like, go for guys. space boyfriend slash dog. <laughs> right. Also, I feel like I would have gone to you know Sean what? You know, here it is. Here's She wants to bone down. He feels loyalty. It's that dog gene shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. I also love that's the why movie. he's so down. For I that. also enjoyed how the movie tried to be like he's like a wolf with that pack and is therefore really fucked up about it. And then now he has like some sort of purpose in like protecting her and stuff. And, and then may I like, kill him shit? And then like, but I didn't really follow through on it. But I was like, yeah, sure. Well, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the person who's like, but the science because it's like there are, there are wolves without packs all the time. They do fine. That, yep. That's where the phrase lone wolf comes exactly. from. Exactly. I mean, kind of. Yes. <laughs> Team Wolf fandom disagrees. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Then that and must mean it's true. No, no, what I'm saying is <laughs> the people who wrote this movie were in the same mind space as like all of Teen Wolf. I was gonna say, just so guys, that's that's probably the best disclaimer about this movie ever. Then, like the people oh. who wrote this movie were in the same mindset as the Teen Wolf fan. Additionally, and this is something that has to go down in history, and we're all really upset that we didn't have it recorded. But last night, Prue actually said, I think I would have liked it more if it had been a Derek Styles AU. Do you know, so like- guys, guys, get your thirsty dicks in there now. Get it while it's hot, see if you can get Prue to write it. It was just like a really strange moment as I was leaving that theater and I was like, I can't, like, I really feel this way that I would have enjoyed this more if this was just like a shitty... Derek Styles at you. Yeah. Versus like what actually happened to my eyeballs, which was fine. If I had like rolled up here and been like, hey, hey, I am writing the greatest Derek Styles story of all time, we would have been like, keep it up. Yeah, well, maybe we could talk about. Also, Are we talking like, about the SGA sort of like aspect of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like this has been the thing. Like as everyone leaves the theater, they're kind of like in whatever fandom they're in at the moment. They're like, okay, 
who's the space wolf and who's princess toilet brush? Like, who's Dog Bunny Hunter and who's princess toilet brush in this ODP of yours? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and there's lots of arguments back and forth yes. that I've actually found. Like, interestingly enough, like, sometimes the dynamic is clear. Sure, sure. But we had an argument about yeah, this like, last night. Hobbit would never yeah. work. 20-something like, and I agree Steve last night. John yeah, Shepard is Who that is so obvious? It's <laughs> absurd. Let's be real. No, Steve no. I was going to say, no, no. Rodney is Princess Bucky's. Toilet Brush. No, no. Rodney <laughs> no, is no. Princess Toilet Brush. See, this is how it's tried. Brush. Wait, Bucky is Princess Toilet Brush. That's a hard million no, percent wrong. Hard yeah. <laughs> Bucky is absolutely is absolutely looks like he could be Princess <laughs> So does pre serum Steve. Let's be honest. Thank you. Who is my favorite? Okay, yeah, but are everybody's you saying favorite. That, like, okay, perfect. Princess Queen. Steve is like abducted by aliens. She likes him yeah, like yeah. him with shit to make him the best him he can. No, be. I want him to stay fragile and twinkish the whole ride, so that and like his werewolf lover can pick him up better. Yeah, everyone. I'm not your damn mother. I really appreciated me. Was the get off my plane moment. Yeah, <laughs> I, was say, I have to say, like Mila Kunis was in it to win it. She, she was great. She did great. great. She was her. like, I'm gonna do this. It's gonna be. I think that whatever Kunis, it is, I'm gonna do it. I feel like this movie was one of those where like Mila Kunis had a bunch of <laughs> bunch of meetings with the Wachowski siblings, right? And then like she finally saw the script and knew that like this was going to be a completely absurd conflagration of a movie. But then she had that moment where she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna lean in on this." Well, also like, let's be real. If you are an actor or actress in the position where Channing Tatum and Mila Kunis are, where they're kind of like, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You're really hot. People are gonna want to see you in a role anyway. What would you rather do? Would you rather do a kind of an average rom-com? Or would you rather do a balls-to-the-wall space opera psycho bullshit? Where you so what you're saying like is, yeah. like a cherry tree, yeah. like, after this movie. Obviously. I would want to do stupid stunts. I would want to, like, be dressed up like a space I would wanna, princess. I want to shoot like, Eddie Redmayne in the balls. You're saying that yeah. after, slash kneecap. Yeah. after they finished filming or during filming of this movie, Channing Tatum... And Mila Kunis like became besties. Is that what we're saying? I hope yes. so. My God, I because hope so. like I want them to be. Besties. I want them to be best friends. I'm sure I want them to besties. be like. Let's do the fucking sequel. Like, let's make this. <laughs> oh happen. no! One million. There's going to be a sequel. It's going to be great. What? No million. We just yeah. talked about how it's doing internationally. It's doing terribly. I will wait. What were the numbers again? It's, it's made half its box office in the first week in between international and domestic budget. Well, half it's a budget. third. A third of its budget. Didn't it cost hundred. No, it cost one hundred and seventy-five million dollars to make. Right. It Where made both. Money go? I was about to say combi- uh, combined. It's, uh, it's a dog effects. Yeah, domestic and international. It's made about sixty five thousand. Oh, per million. Cocaine, sixty-five million. Sorry, yes. I was gonna say sixty-five thousand. Come on, that's just like us alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, so it hasn't done great, well, but it actually hasn't. Like everybody it hasn't sees, it's a flop. flop. It's a flop, and it's like I also kind of think that this is going to be a weird word of mouthing, and people are going to go see it again. With yeah. Well, friends that's who the thing is that like, yeah, yeah. like well, we tried to. Like, okay. Yeah. But like the thing is, is that like uh, us going to see it. I tried to get tickets to uh, a certain movie theater, it and out. it was sold yeah. out the week after. Well, it's Valentine's Day. Still. No, I think that this is going to be like a cult class. I yeah. 500% would be. Well, you're, you're not a wife man. You're not a Definitely wife that man. Wife anybody. <laughs> wife any person who well, takes you to that movie. As long as it's not about like why. I think and also it even like whoever does. Don't to this movie. Do not go with your siblings to this movie. That's messed up. Unless your last name is Borgia. I was about to say 100 million don't take your parents. Yeah. No, but I feel like your mother. 
Maybe it'll, maybe it'll become like a bit of a cult classic in yeah. history. Yeah, and we also sure. talk about obviously it's it's hugely popular in fandom. Like literally everyone I know on the internet is like this is garbage. Seems, go see it immediately. Yeah, has been like this is so great. I feel like I'm high right if, now. If people don't eat what am I just shooting my toes? <laughs> like this is beautiful. Like what is it about this movie? That really like it so is, strongly appeals to fans. You said like, you said it. It's every single fanfic trope smashed into one expense. This is the movie that you would have made at fifteen if you had an unlimited budget <laughs> and a real confidence this that your like, creative work was well, not garbage. Yeah. This is your trash sandwich out of the leftovers of the but, fridge. But, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's I, delicious, I, but never share it with anyone. But I feel like here's like some of the indicators that you're talking about something that clearly has like fanfic bones to it. Yes, is that she needs her parents need a tragic backstory where like her dad dies because of course like if she you're happy nothing good like and like initially you might think that like her dad's death um and everything like relates to why she's ultimately nope. special or anything nope. but it's total like MacGuffin and it has nothing to do with it and instead you just get to see like you know James Darcy. Well, like, I was a hundred percent waiting for like some shit about like Jarvis from Agent Carter. Yeah, really an alien, alien, right? Yeah, no, but not has nothing to do Son with the Son of English diplomats. English diplomats, aka space dynasty, right? No, nope. yeah, that was very confusing. On the other hand, why the they only... spent so much time on the parents. But on the other hand, the, the only time in that entire film where I actually was like, oh. Was yeah. when her mom was talking to her and telling her how much she loved her dad. I was like, that's Oh, really? Because scary. the moment that I was like, oh, is he was about to go down on her, and then he got shot before he could, like, give her... Which was yeah. truly the tragedy. Give her some Literally, all I wanted was Jarvis giving a lady oral. And a pregnant lady. An extremely pregnant lady. Well, I can all feel confident that Jarvis is giving ladies oral, like, nonstop on Agent Carter. It's his wife. His wife. He, like, made that dinner, he did the laundry, and then he gave her some He's great He's clearly oral. a service sub. Just let him have it. Anyways. Oh, Jarvis. Yeah, James just... Darcy, you're a bro. He is totally a bro. bro. really enjoy him as a human being. The best is that he was going to give her oral so he could convince her to let him name a baby Jupiter. Like, That's extra good. Right? Like, I loved him cute. so much more in that moment. I was you like, fuck. No, and yeah. the mom was really great, too. But I, I think, like, so she needs, like, a stupid, tragic parent backstory, even though it relates nothing to the plot. Yeah, or, like, like, ultimately, like, does not lock in at all to like her chosen one origin story because it's just literally like, the only reason they had that part is so that she could say I hate my life and so that Eddie then, Redmayne could repeat that bullshit line no, you know at the what? end I thought it was also the telescope right the telescope? Well, yeah that's too they like, had any other reason for her to want yeah. that money that had nothing to do with like she could have been wanting to go day. to school yeah because she right. literally didn't go to college like right yeah, yeah. there's so plenty of reasons you didn't need it, but for some reason it's there because you need to have like a tragic, like dead parent backstory because yeah. it's fanfic. Yeah. I did find it really interesting that like for all that some parents were really important, some parents were never discussed. Like Sean Bean has a daughter. Where's his wife? We don't know. The uh, he re- probably butted her. Yeah, probably. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, where's the reincarnated mom's? Like, where's the father figure? We don't know. Doesn't come up. Nobody cares. It's it like, just proves that men are irrelevant as we get more technologically advanced. Part. It's kind of. That's <laughs> what I was saying. So I'm like, this movie was. Like, uh, I don't know why I didn't movie. expect Some it to be kind of female gaze, but it's like. It's very female gaze. It's very female gaze. I was about to say, there's like, a couple of moments with out she's naked ladies, but it's like. It's it not really naked ladies to make guys it's feel happy. No, it was like it's like ladies. here's well, and here's some skeevy stuff, and then here's this weird moment where your daughter is coming out of a Full frontal immortal hot tub bath. Yeah, while making full eye contact. Actually, and hot hard make, hard eye contact. Wait, 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 but actually, on the um, on the female gaze part about this, yes. I thought something that was really interesting that I noted about midway through the movie because I was like, "What is missing here?" That's really weird to me. 
There was no exploitive titty shots at all in yeah, that film. No. Every single dress, every single Jenny costume. Tatum had a lot of exploitive titty that shots. Is what, that is what his yeah. job in this film was. Yeah. But, like, every single <laughs> shot of the women name, in the movie, like, all of their costumes baseball. were completely covering. Yeah. yeah. Like, even the stuff that was even, sexually like, provocative and, like, slits. tied up, yeah. like, yeah. No, it was There's all, no like, pretty. Yeah, yeah. It was very high. And, I like, her it. outfit for the Aegis outfit was, like, totally covering her. And, like, everything she wore... And she always wanted to be wearing something practical, which I appreciate. Yeah. No, I, I love that moment. moment. I, I love yeah. there's, there's a moment... Where she, like, tumbles up. They finally, like, they go flying around Chicago or whatever. She goes tumbling off after they finally land. And, like, she's just hanging out in, like, a pair of jeans. Yeah. And, like, a button-down, like, to, plaid shirt. Being, like, not to her. what the fuck just happened? And she looks, like, so much like just, like, an average person. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. it's Mila Kunis, so I'm still, like, yeah. sitting there being, like, how yeah. are your eyes so beautifully mm-hmm. big? And how are your lashes like that? And how do you do that? Okay, you don't get to talk about lashes. You have, like, the most beautiful lashes anyone has ever seen. Yeah, but still, like, even I was sitting there going, oh, my God, how is she? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mila Kunis, but, yeah. most beautiful. And it was woman super female gazy, and it's basically like, yeah, "Hey, you're a princess," and now you have to you're a princess. Did you want like, to marry a wolf bodyguard? <laughs> she, no, she doesn't yes. want to marry she the wolf. Did. You're right. She, she just wants to bone him. Yeah. She wants to enjoy the wolf. She, she, she dates him afterwards. Use him. She abuse him and lose him. So, can we talk real quick? She is. We're talking about acting choices because speaking of people who were in a different movie, oh my god, frankly, kind of better movie. The crew on the Aegis, yes, were. Awesome! I, I love so them. Great. I wanted the movie to be about them. I would watch a television show about, about the captain. captain. One yeah, million captain watches and her ship. Like yes, mean. she's like goddamn everything. Yeah, like, fuck another she's one like, of these. Fuck these fucking. I feel like every episode we see one of them. It'd be like it's always sunny. It's like the gang has to rescue a princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes, absolutely was. But you know yeah. what? It's fantastic. It's not just she the gang has to rescue a princess. Fantastic. It's the gang has to rescue a princess six times, and the first five times, it's the same story again and again and again and again. like literally. Well, it's simply yeah. the three times. Like literally, she gets kidnapped by all three of her children. They're not really her. Okay, to quick quickly explain, if you haven't seen this. Mila Kunis plays the reincarnation of a 90,000-year-old woman. See, yeah, genetic reincarnation. Genetic like, reincarnation. Genetically, she is identical to this woman who had three children. And so who believe that because kids. anytime you're somebody genetically identical, that means you're reincarnation. It's a reincarnation. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's, it's, and it's actually really interesting. It's it, like yeah, a religious like, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Um, and these people are not only royalty, but they're also a, and it looks like, that's something that I kind of tripped up on a little bit because royalty and uh, corporate, you know, interests kind of intersect in a weird way. Basically princess business lady. Um, And so anyway, so because of reasons, if uh, Mila Kunis reclaims her title as the reincarnation, she can take all of the stuff that she left a trust. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. she left a trust for her future reincarnation. And some of that included taking planet Earth. Yeah, stuff back from her ki- her like kids, and so her kids want to murder her because they don't want to share, basically, or like, or, like they use marry her, or, or like, no, yeah. all of them seem to want to murder her. Yeah, the but daughter maybe her. not. The daughter, well, Cody, hard to tell but Titus out. definitely, Titus and Bailey. Yeah. Ba- the daughter was like the daughter kind of slutty. The daughter was a little more like vague about what. Yeah, I feel the daughter's goal was to undermine her ballers. Yeah, yeah, baller. Okay, here's the thing. So Mila Kunis's character is like. Everybody said not to do the thing. I'm going to do the thing. She does the thing. Good. She's partway through it. And she's always like, shit, this was terrible. I'm going to die. And then Channing Tatum saves her. 
the next arc is literally people being like, don't do the thing. And she's like, you know what I'm, I'm going to do? I'm going to do the thing. And it happens again! No, like, five times! No, that's true. On the other hand, I never really got any sort of, like, the, those eye-rolling moments that happen when you're like, and of course, she's going to stress upstairs. again. Yeah. Like, of course, she has to get her ass I've heard I complaints never, about that, and I, never I was like, that what, what movie are you why? watching? Like, well, it never bothered me. She was trying to save herself, and she did a pretty good job at it, but She's just not a good judge of character. She's not a good judge of character, and the writing... Didn't oh my god, the that. writing was so bad. It there was physically painful. There are scenes where it's like, literally, the guys who ad- adapted Twilight to did film it. did a better job oh my god, 100%. creating dialogue, yeah, and that's saying something. There was definitely, like, poor, poor Lovegas was sitting next to me during this film, and there were definitely scenes in this movie where, like, words would come out of people's mouths, and I would be like, someone just kill me with fire. Oh, I was the same way. Just, like, every, like, any romantic dialogue that they had was just, like, awful. I mean, can we put romantic in quotation marks? I mean, here's the thing, though. At least, like, I will give it props. It did not, the romance did not take itself as seriously as, say... Star Wars Episode 2. Let's never dialogue. speak of I that. Need, I love you like I'm blind. Well, I was going to say. Well, here's let me slip into something more comfortable. Feel my skin. It was garbage, was but at least movie. I don't feel like it, it took itself seriously no, in the romance. Definitely which, not. like, was a saving grace in terms of, like, I not, love well, I mean, not making you feel like say, it's, it's, like, totally written, like, sweeping romance that doesn't actually move you. I was going to say, I think one of the great things about it is at the end, they're dating. It's they're not. Yeah, yeah. Like we're going on a they date. Go on, they yeah. go on a roller and roller thing. I thought that was no. Really that's fine. very much also like, why cute. it was a female gaze movie because, yeah. like, for for a dude, that would be like, oh, well, he did all this shit. It's like locked like, in. Whereas, like, for the female gaze point of view, it's like, oh, you've earned the right to date me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for saving me a bunch of space, boyfriend. Yeah. yeah there's never Let's there's never a me. moment which I and I really liked it which it was it was always about her feelings for him. Mm-hmm. He was not like there was a few moments of like oh yeah you found your pack you've got to go find her now. But that's not even but, necessarily like, romantic in implication, right? Just it like someone just you like, care you're my, about. You're my person. Yeah. You're also, my buddy. the moment where she like gives him the, the thing the that pardon? he's wanted yeah. to like right? And you're like now he could just like step away. Yeah. Like he could. But then he's just like He's too no, loyal. He's like, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> this really should not work hey, for you so as much as like a dog. I love you like a dog. When we were talking about like glimmers of emotion from this character earlier, the only other one you kind of really see is like there's that moment when he's like, she's like, say it again. And he's like, what? And you're like, the your Majesty. And, and she's like, and he like kind of like there's like a little glimmer of humor there where he's like, yeah, I know that gets you hot. Look at you, <laughs> girl. Well, and I was gonna say I really did like that kind of aspect no, me of too. it. Where she's like, yeah. I really enjoy being your royal superior. Right. Person. Well, I mean, like, yeah. she's like, it creeps me out when everyone else does it, but when you do it. Anyway, it's like your like, majesty would like to sit on your face now. Is yeah. like the whole right. implication your of that. Your allow you to have your face be sat upon. Yeah. <laughs> be grateful for this gift I am presenting <laughs> you. Get eaten. The gift is my vagina. Like, so, like, I enjoyed that aspect of it. I feel like it's not, like, it genuinely wasn't their fault. Like, they yeah. tried so hard. Yeah. The dialogue, but can we please talk about the weird editing in this movie? Yes. It was so weirdly edited. And, like, I'm not even just talking about how, like, whoever did this, like, was clearly, like, lol, don't care. But, I mean, there were scenes where the the scene with Eddie Redmayne, the final interaction she has with him before, like, things go cocoa bananas and on fire, is where she's, like, pleading for the lives of her family. And any good editor would not, like, you would cut away. away from the scene and then you would cut back in and she would be, like, demonstrably a foot away from him where she'd be, like, right in front of him with a different expression on her face. And you're like, what cracked out second year film student is 
editing this fucking $170 million movie. I mean, maybe, maybe that was all they had to work with. <laughs> you don't know. You got one take. Eddie's right. Eddie's right. right. <laughs> I can only kill my mother one Okay, could also be like, you guys know the Dungeons and Dragons movie? Yes. Do you know the story of like how that movie is extra terrible? No. The guy who played Jimmy on Lois and Clark is the main character in the Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my god. What? Yeah. You've never seen this? I got to see this in France. It's amazing. (laughs) I was about to say, I hope How Did This Get Made does that that at some point. Here's the thing that guy. They, like, locked him into a contract where they were like, you have to be in a movie. And he was like, okay. And then they were like, it's Dungeons and Dragons. He was like, any movie but this. And they were like, you have to do it. And he was like, fine, but you get one take of everything. Literally one take. And so anytime he's on, when you're like, what the fuck, just, just go in. 100%. At the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where everybody gets sucked off screen by a magical force. And they're gone for a while, and then they come back, and that's how the team got together, and you never know what happened, or why people are now romantically interested in each other, and the movie just carries on. (laughs) I highly recommend watching the Dungeons & Dragons movie. But it was so distracting. It was so distracting. Like, the bad editing, like, made a bad situation worse, and it was so distracting, because I would constantly be like, who cut this scene? I wouldn't even do this, and I don't even know how to cut a movie. Like, I think I'm better at making fan bins. Yeah, like I could have done a superior job. Yeah, and I like I know nothing. I feel like you and me, plus like a bootleg copy of like Avid, could have done a great job on this movie. We also could have rewritten this movie to just be like. Just, just lift it up that little extra bit. It, although there would be definitely scenes where you're seeing, like, the frozen still of the back of someone's head and you and I ADRing, like, some lots <laughs> yeah. of It's like, I can't let this stand. We have to, like, oh, Channing, <laughs> So, like, we would have to put some shit in there because, like. Be, every time, every time you, you, like, we need to fix this dialogue and just put another scene of her, like, saying, I love dogs. No, <laughs> no you know what it would dogs. be? It would just be Channing Tatum walking by shirtless while she has, like, an internal monologue again. And it would just be, like, that's building the relationship while she's, like. Look yeah. at that. It would literally just be like porn music. I would want like still shots of their faces as they do confe- yeah. like confessional style. Like, um, so I'm just I like sitting in the confessional booth. Like, I really don't know what to think about Titus. <laughs> like, <laughs> he took me down to the secret cellar of the like Solid Green stuff, and he seems really sincere in his desire to help his people. So I mean, but he is my son. Still have feelings for Dog the Bounty Hunter, but he just wants me for his pardon. Also, Titus is my son. Sort Not of. really. He's genetically like half well, of you. No, that's like saying if my, Mara has my identical twin, exactly has. A child. a child. You are not that I child's really think mother. That society really has just not caught up to the fact that it's like secretly you are also that child's no, mother. Like no, 100%. no, no. What? No. You could just no. fill in for your twin sister. No, what? No. Million no. percent. No, no. It's not how no. it works, sweetie. No. So Sorry, you guys are wild. Uh, everyone should be really glad they're not genetically identical right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want okay. any children. Yeah. And the opposite. I want to get rid of all of your children. Like, just send them far away. So MK is a witch. <laughs> We've just traversed from Jupiter's ending into Hansel and Gretel witch hunters. <laughs> Which is also, also another cinematic mean. masterpiece. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Sequel's coming up. No, it's not. Oh, it's not? <laughs> oh, you I thought it was. Hard. I don't think so. I, I feel like maybe Jeremy Renner was finally like, guys, this was a great joke while it was happening, but I think we've taken it too far I'm, now. I'm too, I'm too busy with other opportunities. Like, I can't. Maybe, like, commenting about Jalo's boobs. Like, he's busy. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot fake Renner's medieval diabetes bad. again. 
<laughs> what? It was amazing. There were other movies like we sat through holding each other's hands going, thank you, Jesus. Thank you at Jesus. Thank you at God. I will say there were a lot of moments in that movie where like Hoyden and Prue and I were sitting in a little row and I like I couldn't reach Gus, but we were all just like reaching across to grab at each other's hands like, yeah, did you just, did you Someone just like, grab onto each other? Happened. We no, need I, to anchor each other. Like the lady next to us was, the, the, the lady next to me, first of all, had a big old glass of wine because of the Alamo draft decks we can drink. Thank fuck. Um, and second of all, it was literally at certain points was pawing at me. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, oh my God. Sorry. It's not a good movie to go see with like a, a friend who you don't know very well. No, you yeah. like to see this I saw Toy Story 3 with a coworker who like, oh, not know no. very well yet, And like the whole movie, I was like, I really like to hold your hand and cry right now, but I don't know you like that. So go with somebody you do know like that. Yes. Yeah. Because there's going to be a lot of moments of like, ah. Literally, you just gotta express yourself. literally the other day we were all sitting around and we were like, what should we do tonight? You know, it's almost like a gift that we're all in one place while Jupiter <laughs> yep. Ascending is in theaters. And it was a gift. It was. Okay, anyway. Speaking of that, do you ever talk about the ultimate, like, ending part of the movie? Yes! <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's why I was like, god damn, excellent. There was literally it. no way this movie could have ended in any other, like, there's so, no yeah. way. It so it starts with her cleaning toilets. It ends with her cleaning toilets because she voluntarily. Was like, you know what's better than like having to deal with like my three psychotic, genetically like related people trying to murder me in order to like gain control of my planet and kill everybody? Cleaning a toilet. Yes, that's not so bad anymore. And you're like, and it totally did not really quite ultimately sell the narrative. But now she appreciates what she has because like nobody appreciates that shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she will subtly make their lives better over a yes. course of time. She's not going to be all of a sudden like, "What up, Blotnikovs? Let's go move into like Trump Tower." <laughs> to be but, fair, like, evidenced yeah. by her brother, cousin, cousin whatever that is, Vladdy. Like, Vladdy. they're not ready Vladdy. to have all that money. No, no. no. that's a terrible idea. Right. And um, the other thing I have to say about this movie is that as a person who lives in Chicago. It's very nice to see Chicago get fucked up. I, mean, um, I think it did good Chicago. There were different times when they had really pretty aerial shots, and you're like, oh, Chicago. Right, yeah. I was like, like, there was a lot of, like, this. the river under the yeah. bridges, where yeah. I was like, everybody who lives in Chicago is like, yes, you got the pretty parts of the city, and not the, you know, part uh, where I'm like, eh, not one of the parts of but... There were some very beautiful shots of Chicago, and then they fucked a lot of shit up, and it was pretty great. I also, can I say, I really appreciated that they immediately fixed Chicago, too. Yeah. yeah I did, too. I was like, because, like, I did love that shot in the rear view where it's like, everything is awesome. Like, Lego rebuilt all yeah. of a sudden. It made no like, sense. No. 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 Like, I mean, there was, there was, like, the men in black moment so where, like, we went around neuralizing everybody. No, but so much that they don't explain in this movie. It's the, the quite amazing. The tiny little aliens. And oh, the, my God. Oh, the, the tiny aliens. Whatever. The tiny, the greys that <laughs> the were sort of, like, the <laughs> gecko reticulants. Liver and onions is a very popular dish on reticula. I just... They were so freaky. I was, yeah, like... awful. I was, like, well, this is disgusting. And if the rest of the movie hadn't been, like, the fabulous crap show that it was, I would have had nightmares they about it. They kind of looked like, um... Little like baby versions of the silence without sex. Yes. They were yeah. naked, which yeah. I did not like. Yeah. Naked baby silence. Little gray, silence. Little gray they, Yeah. They were naked and they, they were, were like, sticky. Too. Yeah, they yeah. were Yeah, they were clinging to walls and shit. Oh no, I thought you meant like to the touch. No, no, no. They were like well, decoing of walls. Slimy, yeah. So we don't know for sure. It was like that ring kind of thing where like bodies moved in ways that were uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Though again, Channing Tatum moved in ways that were uncomfortable. He so. speed skated into our hearts. He speed skated okay. into your heart. I feel like not my heart. Tatum, my heart is an impenetrable fortress. Tatum, I, Tatum, I, I feel like can you imagine though if they got like um Apollo like Antonono like to like 
have playing another speed skating like skyjacker. I was gonna say, and yeah, his rival skyjacker. Speaking of which, badass. Channing Tatum has anti gravity boots, which at the very end of the movie he gives to Mila Kunis. She Good. gave him his wings because, not kidding, you guys, a main part of uh, oh, the wolf yeah. guy's motivations is to get reinstated in the, the in the Legion. Legion. So that he can have wings again. That's right, guys. Wing thick. So that was like the very it's end so scene. Like, basically, she goes to meet him for their date, and you're, and then like his like wings unfurl. He takes off his coat. He takes and you're off just his like, coat. Yes. And his wings unfurl. Yeah. And I was like, I was sitting next to Kate, and I was like, Yeah, sure. This is a baby. Wait for it. Baby, wait for it. Boom. The thing is, they started unfurling, and I thought they were done, and then they kept going, and I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is like no, but here's the thing: they get on the top of a roof, and her and his like wings kind of curl around her, and you're like, Yes, yes. Uh, her, his wings Nailed don't just it. curl around her. His wings feel her up. Yeah, they, yeah, like, her they get a little booty squeeze in there. Yeah, but here's do. the thing, guys: like Jenny, she was like, into it. Though. When yes, his wings were. started to unfurl, like I was like sitting there thinking, like, Well. He's like a wolf splice, so these have to be some sort of like semi mechanical wings, right? No, no, no. no they are. They, they are like full feathery they're fucking they're wings. Definitely, but if you they... look at like the joints, yeah, they're the definitely mechanical. mechanical. So okay. Like a, I, also, they don't I noticed like, many there's a two second moment that Sean Bumblebee. Uh, well, Sean Bumblebee is the one who like has lost his wings because he was like covering was up. But they both did. They both yeah, yeah, lost their wings. It's more implied, like, it's very explicit that Sean Bean wants his wings back. It's less implied that Channing Tatum really wants his cares about that. So the fact that he has the wings at the end is almost like, oh, I didn't even realize that that was a thing you were going to give him. Good for you. But sure, yeah, he has wings. And now they're going to go on like a gravity boot, rollerblading, flying. So for all of you listening who have like an artist boyfriend in your youth not that I'm talking about myself or anything who like used to write poetry about how if he had wings he would wrap them around you this is the movie for you not that she is he, oh my god things. not even joking <laughs> somewhere Every in space right now is like full on somewhere in my nightmare but like only if it happened to me since it happened to her I'm like that's hilarious somewhere like on a computer somewhere in my father's house there is probably this still saved on my hard drive somewhere as a file I, maybe. I probably saved it so I could print it out and, like, touch it at night. Instant hate is, touch like, yourself. if Don't somebody writes that. you poetry or if somebody tries to, like, sing at me, like, earnestly, I'm like, <laughs> I have to leave. I can't be here. Yeah. We have to break no, this up. Understood. Guys, do we have final... Let, let's, let's try to wrap this up, but who has, like, final thoughts on... MK, you go first. This movie has everything. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Would absolutely see again. again. Where will absolutely... wings be princess? Like, I just, just go. <laughs> You're gonna, I was about to say, like, the thing is, is, is you can absolutely wait until it's at the $5 theater. It's, you're not gonna waste your money going to see this movie now. Like, it is just bonkers and great. Like, I just enjoyed myself it's so like, much. That's, like, that's the thing about it. Like, the one word I would use to describe it is enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. It's super enjoyable. And I mean, it's like, so much of the stuff that they were talking, they, they were like, well, this doesn't make this a, the sense. This doesn't make sense. And then I like I recently watched the first Star Wars movie, and like if you mm-hmm. look at some of this stuff, a lot of the stuff doesn't Which make sense. What are you calling the first one? Sorry. The, the New, fir- Hope. New yeah, Hope. New Hope. I mean, even literally New Hope. There's a lot of stuff in there. It's just like, wait, what? 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 And that's yeah, the end of the movie. Later. Yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. we'll have this fight anyway, at a later time. Jupiter Ascending is a bad movie, but it is a great <laughs> bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hoyden thoughts. I saw that movie. That was the thing that happened to me. I 
and glad I shared that experience with you, but I'm never watching that movie again. Like, you don't want to buy it on DVD? You don't want to, like, watch it every single day over and over again? You don't want to, like, get the iTunes copy with iTunes extras? No, literally the best part (laughs) of this movie for me... The best part of this movie for me is that basically every five seconds... Prue and I were turning to each other and making the what the fuck like hands like where I was just basically like for half this movie my hands were like I was like yeah I did that a lot how 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 and and like more importantly what and then like just every time I was like she loves dogs guys like she loves dogs she just really loves um the the attitude of this clearly like when the writing was like por qué no los dos like (laughs) we have both. Compromise. It was like literally, yeah. Anytime they'd be like, I don't know, the buster, like the, whatever, the pineapple. Like, which one do I want staring at? They're like, I don't. Maybe you should have both staring at. It. <laughs> like, it was like anytime you would have felt compelled to make a choice, the answer was yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's exactly right. No, that, that's the spirit in which it was intended. And yeah. I feel like here's the thing: this is a movie where Mila Cho- Mila Kunis is like the chosen one, secret space princess. Channing Tatum is like secretly her like is a dog. Her boyfriend, whatever. Backdoor lover. And then it also features Eddie Redmayne as <laughs> like a really hilariously ragey space twink. And then oh there's my god, and like flying and shit. And like somebody was like, "That's what this movie's about." And I was like, "Heck yes, I want it, and I want it right now." And then I watched it, and that was exactly what I got. And I have no regrets whatsoever. It just does what it says on the tin. Like boom, yeah. and I enjoyed all of those things because maybe I'm a trash monster. I don't really care. You are trash monster. <laughs> this is our address. Yeah, one hundred Trash Street. Don't <laughs> right. like, <laughs> Garbage Town. Like I have, I have awful tastes in a lot of things, and like you certainly do. To like so many of them that I was just like, yes, all of them, everything I that I love, all yeah. in one. <laughs> Anyway, I thought it was super fun, and I'm not really, like, I feel like trying to take this movie seriously, like, lol, wasted. If you're a trash <laughs> monster like me and Marilyn, yeah. you will love this film. Right. All right. Prue? Yay. I, I don't know. I mean, like, like I said, I really would have enjoyed this more if it was a Derek Styles fanfic. Like, I really don't know people what else. People are going to fucking come for you now. I really don't know what to say beyond that. People are already a, writing it. Don't like, worry. Like, a weakness in your armor. People are looking at your Death Star plans right now, and they're like, there's a womp rat-sized hole here. <laughs> if you idiots think that somehow getting oh. me to read the shit show Derek Styles AU version of this no, will no, somehow no. legitimize that fandom or any of its shit in my mind, no, y'all no. are clearly wrong. No, no. We want you to write this. No, that is one million percent not happening. It's never happening. <laughs> you actually said you wouldn't touch me with your butt, and I think that happened. Yeah, that also happened did not happen. I did not say I wanted to touch you with my what? Guys, we have to end this. <laughs> we do. We have to end this. We'll see you next week. Uh, as always, you can find us on Tumblr slash report We're on Twitter twitter.com slash slash report. Uh, Prue is on there on Twitter as at often imprudent. I'm on there at moonclets and. Just fuck everything. Go see this movie. Goodbye. Yay! Bye! Yay! I'll have to go to the bathroom. Perfect. I feel like that's going to be like the ending of this.